It's easy to get lost. This is The Revenue Maze, and I'm Valerie Cobb. Join me as we navigate the halls, dead ends, and U-turns on our path towards upward growth trajectory. The Revenue Maze is sponsored by Lodestar URY, guidance and execution through fractional revenue leadership, uncovering hidden revenue streams, and empowering small business growth through process-driven sales. Welcome everybody to the Revenue Maze. We have amazing guests here, Alan Kay and Lane Frank. Alan Kay is a insurance guru and a co-founder of B5O. And then we have Lane Frank, who is also with a co-founder of V5O, BBH Solutions. And these guys are just great. I enjoy having them and um, just loving to get to know you. But before we get to know a little bit more about you guys, I would love to ask you my typical question on the revenue maze, because we got to come out swinging with this, is what is one strategy that you guys employ to get out of the revenue maze and uh, move upward in growth trajectory. Yeah, I mean, Lano, if you don't mind. Take it away, Mr. K. Um, <laughs> why my co-founder, partner, compadre, Lano and I are so close is because we are very aligned on this one thing. And as far as a revenue maze, it's all about relationship, Valerie. Um, without the relationship, without the foundation of a relationship, there's really not much there. Um, you're never going to get yourself out of the revenue maze without building and curating that relationship. Lano? And look, and to go a step further, those relationships will take you out of the revenue maze. You know, myself and Alan have built over the past 25 years successful businesses because of relationships. And when you have that relationship, let them do the work for you and guide you and help you through that revenue maze. Cool. So that brings up a good, a, a good topic with it, because you're saying when you have that relationship, that's going to get us out there. So how do we fix that? How do we, how do we develop those relationships? What do you guys want to tell us a little bit about that? Well, it, it, it doesn't happen overnight. That's, <laughs> that's for sure. Um, you mean I can't buy? <laughs> doesn't happen overnight. At least six months. No, um, it's, it's, it's an art form. And, you know, myself and Alan in, in our careers, you know, I've been in tech in a sales capacity for over 25 years. Um, Alan's been in insurance, but had a successful sports marketing company, started out in the family business as well as I did out of college. Um, but it's always, we've both always been in a sales capacity. So relationships are key to that. And it just takes time. You have to nourish them. And you really have to find out a lot about the person you want to establish that relationship, see what you can offer them, how you can help them, how you can support them, because it's going to take a long time before you're able to ask them to help you. So it's a real nurturing process to really understand who that person is and what type of relationship you want to uh, build with that person. Well said, well said. 
And if I, I can just take that a little bit a step further, you know, being both of us being in this, you know, sales positions, you know, for the most part, the clients prospects see it as a commoditized product service. You have to strip that away. You are not, I don't see myself as a commoditized anything because I know the arsenal of value add that I am bringing to a conversation goes well beyond, you know, the actual transaction. And to what Lane said, it's not something that you just jump into and say, hey, let's be best friends. There is so much time effort that you have to put into it, whether it's research online about the person, whether it's, you know, about where they went to school, do they have kids, do they, you know, what, what they like and see if, see if it's even a fit. So. Why, why, what is, but so many have challenges with networking with relationships, right? Because you're saying research online, you're saying um, learn about the person, but isn't it just really about what you learned when you were a child in friendships, you know, that you actually started to try to talk to people and you were very interested in what they were doing and all of those amazing things? Yeah, I mean, you know, Lane and I, you know, it's when we speak, and we speak 30 times a day. Um, it blows our mind how it just doesn't come natural. And it doesn't come natural to most. Um, we've always been very successful, especially prior to COVID, when we were doing our in-person events. Mm-hmm. Lane would be the first one to run over to the bar and say, hey, put your drink down. Go meet this gal or guy. I think it could be great for you where that person would have never even thought to do that. And just because you're walking out of a room with a handful of business cards, that's not building a relationship. Just because you're building on your address book and contacts, it all means nothing if you don't have the substance of who that person is. Yeah. And you you mentioned one thing, Valerie. Doesn't it it start at a really young age? And the answer is yes, of course it does. Um, Alan, Alan says it the best. Treat people the way you want to be treated and don't be a, you know what, you know, I know don't what be he a, you know what. Yeah. You know, you've heard him say it. Don't be a, you know what, just treat people the way they need to be treated, be human to human. The rest works itself out and don't. And you mentioned also, if you're afraid of networking, don't look at it as networking exactly. turn it upside down on its head. Just have a conversation. That's the best way to start a relationship. You see what it says, you know, next to Lane, authenticity. Yeah. It's not just something that he throws up there. Lane is one of the most authentic people you'll ever meet. And when you're speaking with him, you feel like he's only speaking to you. He only cares about you. And it's, it's you know, again, Lane and I laugh because to us, it's such a simple formula. Yeah. Just be authentic, be genuine. Don't have an ulterior motive. And if you do, come out with it. Be genuine about that too. Yeah, be genuine. <laughs> Listen, if you only want to use me and use my connections or my, you know, you, you, you only want me for a transaction, hey, I'm good with that. I'm a grown adult. Tell me that. I'll respect you more than when I find out down the road, you know, you were trying to pull the wool over my eyes because there are no second chances with me. It goes back to the whole don't be a. <laughs> Beep, 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 beep. Yeah. 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 
as you can tell, we're very passionate about building relationships and helping and supporting, you know, people within our uh, circle, our tribe, Amen. as we call it. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, uh, I, I, Honestly, that's why I was excited to even interview you guys today, because you are very genuine, both of you, and it does boil down to those relationships. And I think kind of hit the nail on the head a little bit. If you've got an ulterior motive, don't you know, tell, you know, if, if that's what you're doing, you're networking for um, referral networks or whatever, tell people you're networking for, but you know, what is it that you're doing and make sure that you're, you're just genuine with it. I, I, I think in interviewing a lot of salespeople and training salespeople, um, head trash is a, is a big deal because in their mind, they start to think, Hey, I'm not being genuine or whatever. Well, quit be genuine. Don't, if you're selling something you shouldn't be selling, get out. Exactly. <laughs> you know? so. And I think even more so Valerie throughout COVID, I think a lot of people have sort of pivoted in their mindset on um, what's acceptable and what's the way things should be. And I feel a lot of people have grown and created real human connections, you know, through being on Zoom and seeing the person's dog or the child running behind or, you know, hearing certain things in the background that you probably shouldn't be hearing or you wouldn't hear in a corporate boardroom. But we love it because that's real, that's genuine, and that's who we want to deal with. Yeah, yeah. And working sometimes and being around you guys, I was laughing. I, I, I wore a t-shirt that says love and it'll be backwards, you know, on purpose because even- Oh, I thought it, it said evil. It said evil. No, it says love. But I wore the t-shirt because it reminds me kind of, it kind of reminds me of, of that group, you know, and when you guys, when you guys are networking, because there's been many times where Lane and Alan have, you both have said, you know, I love you guys, you know, and that, it, and you know it, you, you know it. So it's, it's really a cool thing. So, so how'd you get here? How did, how did you guys start? What's going on in both of your lives that brought you to this point in your career and what you're doing? Well, Lana, you want me to? Yeah, please. So, you know, we were fortunate enough to uh, go to college together. Sort of lost touch after a couple of years, like a lot of people do when they're trying to find their way. And I was fortunate enough, we were both fortunate enough to have a mutual friend that reconnected us and, you know, didn't skip a beat. And he had an amazing network. I had an amazing network. We both love to go out and put good people together. And we're like, hey, let's see what we got here. Let's see if we can mesh the two groups. And it was a blast. You know, we were in New York City. You know, what, what, what's better, right? A rooftop, uh, a patio, whatever it was. And it was just amazing people. Again, a lot of amazing people that didn't know how to network or talk to someone else, <laughs> but we got them out of that. Yeah. And COVID happens. The heck is COVID? <laughs> I'm sitting here like, oh, yeah, Lane, you know, I'll, I'll see you Monday. And then, you know, we have the dinner set up for Thursday. We're, we're talking like March you know, the teens, 2020. And then they shut the city down. They shut the world down. So now me being a hugger and in-person, I didn't have Skype on my phone. I didn't have Skype on 
my computer. I didn't know what that was, <laughs> let alone Zoom. Zoom, I thought, like I always say, I thought it was a TV show from the 70s uh, growing up. <laughs> and I'm flipping out, Valerie, flipping out. And I, I, call, I, I call who I would always call when I'm flipping out. I call my buddy Lane. And he's like, oh, dude, you'll never guess. Virtual5o'clock.com was available. And I'm like, what the hell are you talking about? Like, are, are you listening to me? What are we doing about these people? And he goes, I got it. I got a web design company. They're going to put up a web page for us next week. And I registered virtual5o'clock.com. And we're going to host the happy hour. And Lano, take it from there. Yeah, and it, it always makes me smile because we, we've told this story so many times in so many different iterations. You know, taking a step back, the, the hardest part of being shut down, Valerie, was not necessarily that change and transition and pivot we had to make. But Alan and I spoke, you know, that first weekend, we were generally concerned about our people and our, and our network because they relied so heavily on Alan and my events and getting together and bringing people together. It was like, we, we were, we were there, we were responsible for their pipelines, you know, per se. And uh, it was, I mean, it was crazy. So it felt like we had this burden and um, mind you, we, we, we hosted our first, you know, virtual happy hour on Tuesday, March 24th at five o'clock. And we had over a hundred people show up and, uh, you know, to get to the, you know, to keep it real quick, you know, most people were off camera. The ones that were on were sitting way far back in this little silhouette and people were really uncomfortable and didn't know what was happening. And you heard the stories and the layoffs. Um, and people getting sick and dying. And it was like, oh my God, what's happening? And, and I remember saying specifically, and I quote, at the end of about an hour and a half, I said, look, here's what we're gonna do. Um, we're gonna meet every Tuesday and Thursday at five o'clock, um, check in, see how we can help one another, make sure everybody's doing all right. Cause we're all gonna be back in our office in three weeks. You know, fast forward. You know, we'll be celebrating our two-year anniversary of V5O on March 24th, 2022. Yeah. And it's just been a long, amazing uh, awesome. journey during the way. Uh, and we can talk about it for hours, but we don't have that much time on this, uh, <laughs> on this podcast. But the fundamental, the fundamentals and the foundation was always the same and what Alan and I always believed, relationships we proved the impossible. We have built so many meaningful relationships across hundreds, if not thousands of people around this country and now worldwide, virtually. They said it was impossible, but we proved we can do it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and just quickly, Valerie, it, it, it all, you know, came to fruition. We had, we celebrated our 100th happy hour. Thank God we were all allowed to get back together. Yep. We did it on a rooftop in Manhattan and 70 plus people, V5O members flew in from all over the country and you had to witness it to believe it. For the first 15 minutes, it wasn't a dry eye on that rooftop. And it was just like everyone just gabbing and talking as if we all went to camp together or elementary school together and we all just reconnected. You can't make that up yeah you can't fake that 
it, those were genuine tears. And I have the funniest photos and video of Lane and myself and a couple other members closing down that rooftop that night, maybe a little bit too much to drink, but dancing and hugging and kissing. And these are people we met online and not in a creepy way online. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad it's not in a creepy way. I'm glad you elaborated. Just, just wanted to note that. Yes, no, I, I think that, that that's wonderful. I think people definitely are, first of all, starved for relationships, per, relationships period. And then through COVID, um, there, was, there was a lot going on, especially in um, some of the metropolitan areas like New York City and um, uh, LA. I, I think a lot were starved and they couldn't figure out where to go. And these are business a lot of them are the business relationships. They were they didn't know what to do, you know. Yeah. So that that's fantastic. So so let's talk a little bit about you know your older, wiser selves talking to a younger your younger selves. What would you different do differently today? What would that be like? Oh, we've had that topic. Yeah, I was going to say that was a breakout topic. Yeah, we've had that topic before. <laughs> I don't take it. Well, it, it, it's still fresh in my memory because I think we did this about uh, a month and a half ago with a uh, panel and group of people. You know, if you can look back, what would you tell your younger self? I would probably, not probably, I would tell my younger self, um, there's no such thing as perfection. Get it out of your head. No such thing as perfection. We've all been down that road. We all strive for it. We all thought we could achieve it. And sometimes it did feel perfect. And that's, and that's a good thing. Um, there are moments that feel perfect. And that's when you can reward yourself. That's when you can celebrate. Um, but understand perfection is, is not a way of life. It's things and a feeling that might just happen every uh, once in a while. Um, on a personal note, I tell my younger self, your heart's going to get broken at times. It is, but all hearts heal. It doesn't feel that way when it happens, especially when you're young or even not so young when you experience something for the you know, very first time that uh, breaks your heart. But all, tell my younger self, don't worry. All hearts are going to uh, heal. Yeah. Those are the two things that come to my head yeah. right away. Yeah, I would, I would tell you know, younger Alan, you know, don't be a... <laughs> First and foremost, because never burn a bridge mm -hmm. and keep those people that are close to you really close. Yeah, it's, it, it's it's that simple. And again, it's going back to the obviously be authentic, be genuine. Yeah. I, I can't say it enough and I can't stress it enough. Um, just how important that is. And, and if I can add one thing, Valerie, and especially to um, the audience um, who's listening, some of them might be saying, and, and, and it's a great little pivot in, in business. Some of them might be saying, well, what, how do you form new relationships? Um, how, does, you know, how do you conduct business day in and day out? Because you have to build new relationships. And you know, it's one thing, you know, Alan and I have a lot of great customers. We have amazing relationships, but we still have to build our pipeline. We still have to bring in new business on a constant basis. So how do you form that relationship immediately? You don't. It takes time. So what do you have to do to get in that door to begin creating 
this new amazing relationship that you're striving for. And I would tell everybody here and tell your audience, um, do your research, you know, understand how this business you're chasing or prospect or person is being affected by the events of what's happening today. What is their business going through and how can you possibly help do your research on that? Also cite examples of problems that you have been able to remediate that they're going to be able to relate to. Everybody loves to hear how you're helping someone else that might be able to help and affect them. So do those little things and, and, and take them on a little journey about your experiences and what you're doing and what your company's doing and how at the end of the day, you're going to ultimately help them and just bring them something that might not necessarily be in your scope of work or a solution or policy that you can provide. Go the extra mile and do something completely different than your competition is doing and offering. And if I could add to that, and that's great, Lane, um, it's all about your energy also. Like you have to exude positive energy. That's who people want to surround themselves with. That's who they want to be around with. They don't want a doomsayer or the, oh, the person that walks around like this. Or, they want that positive energy. And it could be as little as smiling at someone on the street. You know, my parents had pushed me into sales because they're like, you'll talk to the wall. <laughs> and you know what? It's, it's again, you know, maybe I take it for granted because it comes naturally. But it, it, ask someone how they are, you know, go beyond that actual just, you know, because I'm going to go talk to them because I think it's a good business opportunity. Again, it all goes back to being genuine and authentic. But if you give off that positive energy, that, people are going to want to be around you. People yeah. need that. People don't know how to create that themselves sometimes. Yeah. So I think it's so important to approach any scenario as positive and, you know, exuding as much positive energy as you can, I, if that makes any sense. I 100%, 100% agree with that because uh, if you look out at the masses of people, business or personal relationship, to me, I blur them because I like, yeah. I like just treating people as human beings, right? This isn't necessarily a business transaction. I'm, I'm the guy that's gonna be up at night re-networking your system in the middle of the night because you went down just because I care about you, not because I care about the, the whole thing, right? So I, when I think about that, someone, I, I don't remember who said it, but if you looked out at the masses and thought that 50% of them are going through a trial at any given time in their life, you'd be right, right? So that's one in two of everybody on the street. And if you get to a point where you actually look and say, hey, listen, they need a smile. They need something positive. They need something fun to think about. I mean, we're, we've got some stuff in the globe going on right now. It's crappy, right? And people yeah. are not always having a, a good time with some of those things. So don't, don't add to it. Be positive. And that's that's <laughs> yeah. such a great point that you, you know, don't be a narcissist. Don't be all about you. Yes. Cause you're right. Be cognizant that that other person, that's a human being dealing with the same things, the same health issues, the same daily grind that everyone else is dealing with. And when you start taking that into account, you're not so quick to react or you're not so quick to take the negative 
oh, they're blowing me off there. No, maybe they're not blowing you off. Maybe God forbid something's going on in their life that they can't handle right now to focus on whether they want my policy or not. So, you know, you have to take all this into account um, and really be compassionate towards others and understand that, you know, we're all going through this thing called life together. Um, (laughs) And just because you may have a little bit more money or you might know some better people, I don't care who you are. We're all going to the same place. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, not to be a downer. I, one, it it was funny in a sales situation early in my career, and I don't interject much on these podcasts, but I, I, I tell people I learned to sell from Nordstrom. I didn't know I was a sales. I just, you know, naturally talk to people as well. And, um, and I remember everybody, because in my degree, I was, I was supposed to be a buyer. That's what I was trying to do. But Nordstrom has everybody sell so that they get to know the customer. Right. And as they're talking, as they're training you, you know, you're going through all these different things and you're thinking, okay, it's retail. You're walking through the door. It's inbound leads. It's all this great stuff. You know, and you go in and you, um, Anyways, the ladies on the floor, they, they literally commissioned and everything, the sales reps at Nordstrom and um, the ladies on the floor with me, you know, there's a, an older gentleman came in quite dirty, messed up looking, you know, the whole nine yards and they scattered. <laughs> and I walked up to him and said, Hey, can I help you with, you know, like the laboratory, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, just tongue hanging out the side kind of thing and running around and, uh, can I, cause I just wanted to help him. And that guy laid down so much money. He just needed a gift for his wife. <laughs> it was like, it was just like, Oh, okay. And I, I wasn't expecting it you know, it just was there. And sometimes that will work out. Sometimes it won't. Sometimes you'll refer somebody to somebody else or whatever they need um, and make sure that those people are taken care of. But it is, if your goal is to be genuine and your goal is to provide whatever is good for that human being, then you will by virtue network. Well, you know, I mean, you're you're not yeah, just yeah. going up and saying, "Hey, can you buy something?" Or, um, you know, and people are tend tend to be drawn to that and drawn to the positivity. I love that. Yeah, and another thing, uh, Valerie, that you know makes Lane and I go like this. Shake your scratch your head. <laughs> yeah, it just you know, like you mentioned, you know, Nordstrom. I'm sure you went through some sort of sales process, sales training. We've all been there. Yep, I've. <laughs> I don't know who's making up these handbooks or training courses, but there's nothing in there about building the relationship or, or building any kind of rapport. It's, it's, it's numbers, right? Reach out to as many as you can. And, you know, for the most part, again, I, yeah. I don't want to throw everyone in the same bucket, but what I find is when I get brokers, young brokers who come to our brokerage and I have to basically like break down a horse, like, no, 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 no. That's not how we do it here. It's not, it's not about just getting a big Rolodex. If anyone knows what a Rolodex is anymore, you know, and just, you know, the cold calling, that's not what it's about. Um, it's again, going back to the relationship. So it does, it, it yeah. makes us crazy at times where we hear, you know, oh, I got to make this many calls a day. And I'm like, Oh my God, you're going to get yourself right into this revenue maze and you're never coming out. 
and he's right. They're going right up against the wall. Yeah. <laughs> never read a never read a sales training manual. I didn't want to throw in the trash afterwards. Yeah. yeah, and Lane. I mean, my God, Lane used to cold call for an insurance company. Oh, yeah. wow! Yeah. You have to yeah. start, and 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 I'll give a little. I'll give a little tip to the listeners, especially um, the younger generation that um, want to be in a sales capacity and um, understand and overcome uh, objection. Uh, you're not going to overcome objection reading a manual. You're not going <laughs> to overcome objection until you get out there and experience it. And I would emphasize and ask, do this one thing. Go to your favorite places that you always go to, that deli, that clothing store, the retail shop, everywhere where you buy something. When you go to that cash register to check out, ask the person for a discount. <laughs> ask the person for a discount. A lot of times they're going to look at you like you're crazy, but every once in a while, you're going to get it. And what you do with that, it's up to you. That's where you can learn really quickly at a very young age how to get outside your comfort zone. Yeah. That's for a discount. <laughs> Works all the time. Promise you. <laughs> Promise. It's I'm brilliant. <laughs> and every time one of my young producers, uh, you know, I get on the weekly calls and they're like, oh my God, another no. And I'm like, yeah, but you're one step closer to that. Yes. Don't, don't I, be down about the no. I'm if, they can't recognize, if they can't recognize your value, Eh, there's there's plenty of others. You're one step closer to that yes. And again, it all goes back to being positive, sending out the positive juju yeah. and having it come back. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Jim Kemp, he said go for no. Yeah. <laughs> People need to be able to say no, right? Yeah. <laughs> no, that's awesome. That's awesome. So let's let's talk about just what you guys are passionate about. What do you guys like to do in your free time? Tennis, you know, golf, I motorcycle ride. You, what do you guys like to do? What free time? <laughs> I'll let you know when I get some. <laughs> in the middle of a pandemic still, Valerie, what, what do you want free time? No, you can start out, take it away. You know what? I really do enjoy and i feel like i'm blessed i love spending time with my wife i love spending time with my family i love spending time with lane where we're not talking about you know oh my god we have a breakout or the happy hours coming <laughs> you know it's it's spending really quality time with the people that i love um you know i do have a passion uh that i shared with my father and grandfather we amassed a uh yankee sports card collection dating back to the 1880s when they were the Highlanders and then up until I think we stopped in like the late nineties, but my son has taken on that passion and my son now brought into his generation with the NFTs and which I please don't even ask me what an NFT is or what it does. Or all I know is that he wants to take my cards and create NFTs and burn and destroy my cards. And I don't know, but um, let's not even it's really, it's really just, you know, sort of living in the now, uh, appreciating the people that are, I choose to keep around me and mm -hmm. that want to be around me. And um, yeah, that's at this point in my life, that's all that matters. Cool. Cool. All right. Lane, you, he, he gave you a good shout out, Lane. <laughs> yeah. It's an authentic one. I love that guy. 
I was I only ha- I was only half joking when I said time. Who has free time? But um, <laughs> no, Alan can tell you I I do put a lot of time in. I I enjoy working towards my goals, whether that's business or personal, and you know. Unfortunately, until quite recently, we've we've had to we've had a lot of time in our hands because we didn't have a whole lot of freedoms to do a lot of the things we wanted. So, like Alan, we put a lot of time into our work. Um, V five O, spending as much time with family. Look, spend more time with my family in two years than ever spent in my entire life combined with them going through this. Um, but I, I enjoy the little things just because I, I don't have a hobby. Yeah, I like golf. Don't get out there much. What I've enjoyed the most is um, the free times on the weekends starting early. I have this beautiful new doggy, this amazing mini golden, and he's all mine. And I throw him <laughs> in the Jeep and we drive to the beach, which is only about 15 minutes from my house. And we oh, just nice. walk. And we just walk and it's my time to go a little brain dead and listen to the sounds of the water and the seagulls and just go to a different place. Um, that, that's where I've been getting my most relaxing enjoyment is just being able to turn it off because it is really hard for Alan and I to turn it off. Very yeah. difficult, but we're, we're getting better at it and learning to do it more. And the <laughs> rewards are amazing when you can <laughs> achieve a state of bliss just for a little while. Yeah. 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 No, yeah. That's- it's pretty cool to watch, you know, Lane throughout this whole, because like myself, he's an amazing father also. Um, uh-huh. And, and to both of us, our kids are everything. Yeah. Um, and on both sides, our sets of kids are just really good people. So we know we're doing something right at the end of the day. Um, as far as spending, you know, a lot of time with our family. Yeah. Lane and I both had hair down to here prior to COVID. Um, and now you can see what that, no, I'm kidding. Um, I want to see that, but nothing makes me happier than when I get a text from Lane on Saturday saying I'm taking Kobe to the beach and I'm, and I just know that's like, good. You need that. Cause sometimes he needs me to remind him, turn it off. You can't fix everything for everyone. 24 hours a day because eventually you're going to need fixing wow you guys inspire me because i uh this is an off topic and not getting on this podcast there's something in my life that i should share with you at some point but uh yeah that is great that you guys have that friendship and all ears and open arms for you yeah 24 (laughs) 7 for you no seriously don't laugh no no i know i know you're serious if anybody listening these guys are totally serious they will they they give the the shirt off their back for that kind of stuff so no i totally appreciate it and i you know v5o has been a very unique community so i'm gonna have you guys sort of plug it just a little bit here because it's different than most networking groups that i've been involved with just so you know you've got your vestiges and you've got a bunch of that kind of stuff going around but this is this is unique. This is something special. So I'm going to have you guys plug that. And then the audience needs to kind of know where, you know, where to reach you guys, because I'm sure that they would love to join in and network as well and, and build those relationships. So Alan. Yes. Tell us <laughs> a little bit more about v and the uniqueness of, of yeah. what V5O and, and is. Again, 
you know, I think you see lane twitch a little when you say network. It's it's yeah. People, please, you need to check it out for yourself. Um, it's so much more than a business networking group. That is not what we are. If you're coming to sell, yes, there's an opportunity to do that, but it's so far beyond that. What we've managed to do somehow, some way, and we all refer to ourselves as the misfits throughout COVID that all found each other who really care. And our proudest moments are, you know, I think we've gotten, you know, more than a dozen people jobs throughout COVID. Yeah. How? Just by coming on saying, hey, I'm transitioning, I got fired, and you get bombarded by the members, by the members. Hey, talk to this one, talk to that one. And it's, when you talk about inspiring, you know, and I get the chills from it. Prior to COVID, maybe every few months, every eight months, 10 months, maybe a year, you'd meet one gem that you really want to keep close. Somehow, some way on a weekly basis, Lane and I are blessed to meet two or three new ones. And they see it from the second they come on the happy hour. They, they turn from a guest to a member within 24 hours. And it's just continuously just keeping grow and it's we're here for personal we're here for business we're all about pushing you out of your comfort zone it's about expressing your vulnerabilities because once you're vulnerable and you share those with the, those around you you're going to be willing to do business with only those people i love coming on i am not alan the insurance guy I hated being known as the insurance guy. The last thing anyone needs in their life is another insurance guy. <laughs> That's not who Lane and I are. Yeah. We come on, it's Lane and Alan, you know, the family guys, the great dads, you know, the dog owners, and on and on and on. And Lane, please. So, and, I'll, and I'll just wrap it up <clears throat> very quickly. We've turned the status quo completely upside down. The focus from day one and now 24 months later is still the same. We focus on the health and wellness of people and our community. And when you need to step up and help someone, that's the first thing you do and you think about it. And it, it pays its dividends um, big time. And we're going to continue on that path, on the trajectory and our growth of building this community now globally. And um, with always the same focus, um, help, support, giving, and we use words like authenticity and vulnerability and community and human to human. And we throw around the word love to one another more times in a day than you can imagine, but it's so truthful and genuine. And uh, it's just, uh, it's been an amazing experience. And uh, it's gotten Al and I through some of the darkest times over the past two years. And uh, we owe everybody a big thank you and uh, the world to them for being a part of this. Yeah, it really is a different, a different group. I love the vibe from it. I'm glad that I was associated, that I am associated. And because I was it like, is were. Or, yeah, no, I am. Um, and I just have really, really 
felt that it has helped me in my business as well. And so it, from anything from what you both were talking about, but best practices, you know, there's, there, there's a lot of really rock star people in the groups and uh, the master classes and some of the other things that are going on. It's, it's just, it's just exactly what people needed. So that's awesome. So I really am grateful that you guys came on, Alan and Lane, and tell us where, Alan, where you can be reached if anybody wants to reach out to you, and then Lane, the same. Sure. Uh, A-L-A-N at virtual, the number five, o'clock.com. Alan at virtual five o'clock.com. Perfect. All right. Lane and up. I'm and I'm Lane with a Y. <laughs> <laughs> Got to make that point. L A Y N E at virtual5o'clock.com, and you can obviously find myself and Alan on LinkedIn, Instagram, uh, at Lane Frank, and it's at Alan K as well. Alan M, as in Michael K. Correct. Yeah. Awesome. And Valerie, well, I just want to say to you, thank you so much for being who you are and what you do. <laughs> because you've become an inspiration to a lot of our members and you are the ideal person that we want as part of our community. You've become such an integral part of it. So I can't, Lane and I can't say enough about you and kudos to everything that you're doing. Oh, well, that was very nice. Very nice. And I'd like to thank you guys and thank all the People listening on The Revenue Maze, they can join us at www.therevenuemaze for YouTube links. Um, they can also go through various different um, podcast stations and things like that for this. I'd love to invite them all to enjoy to join the 5 as well. And I just want to thank you guys again. Have a wonderful day. Thank you so much. Thank you, Valerie. Thank you all for joining another great episode. For show notes, links, and resources, visit RevenueMaze.com. And never forget, you are why.